listening to the World Watch Weekly Podcast by Open Doors Canada. The goal of this podcast is to help you pray for your persecuted family. Since 1955, when Brother Andrew went behind the Iron Curtain for the first time, Open Doors has been strengthening Christians where faith costs the most. For more information about Open Doors Canada or the World Watch List, you can visit our website at opendoorscanada.org. Enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to the World Watch Weekly Podcast. My name is Andrew. This is Jared, and uh, we are excited to have you with us today. Now, if you're unfamiliar with the podcast, we are all about helping you pray for your persecuted family. Yeah, we'll be continuing that this week as we continue our little series about different types of persecution and how that looks in different places around the world. Before we get to that, I wanted to let you know about something exciting coming up, especially if you live in British Columbia. Open Doors is going to be there on tour. We've got uh, a few live events coming up at the beginning of June. So if you live in uh, Langley, Kelowna, Burnaby, we're going to be there sharing about your persecuted family, how you can be praying. Uh, encourage you to visit persecutedchurch.ca, which will take you to uh, our events page where we have everything listed, where we're going to be, what we're going to be talking about. And also, if you are from a church and you want us to be speaking at your church to put on an event, we can do that. You're Absolutely. unaware of that. So same page, you can contact us, have us come to your church, talk about persecution and how you can be praying. Absolutely. And so, uh, yeah, we are going to BC, but we are uh, heading across the country into almost every province within the next year. And so we would love to be at your church. The World Watch Weekly Canada-wide tour, except it's not the podcast, but you know. Well, then we're continuing our little mini-series on the podcast about different spheres, different categories of persecution. And just as a reminder of how that works, uh, there are, uh, every country on the World Watch List has a score out of 100. Yes, correct. That score comes from six different spheres. Each of those spheres get a score of 16 and two thirds. You add those up, that's 100. Uh, and so the, those six spheres are five spheres of pressure. So pressure, uh, national life, community life, family life, church life, and private life, and then also uh, a score for violence. Yes. So today we're talking about private life. What does persecution look like in the private sphere? We have done episodes already on violent persecution, national persecution, and pressure, uh, on, the fam- national life. pressure on national life, and pressure from the family life. So I encourage you to check those out if you have not done so already. Right. Now, uh, pressure on the private life, or, or the private life by the World Watch List is defined as, you know, the inner life of a Christian, the, the freedom of thought and conscience. Uh, so to put it in the form of a question, it would be this. How free has a Christian been to relate to God one-on-one in his or her own space? Yeah. The questions that are set out in the World Watch List questionnaire deal with uh, a list of things. They deal with conversion, private worship, possession of religious material, Freedom of expression, so, you know, writing and spoken word and through images and symbols, access to media, privately sharing a belief with others, um, freedom of expression. Also, freedom of private assembly and uh, isolation of Christians. Right, so let's kind of dig in a bit and and look a little closer at some of the items on the list that Jared just read. Uh, The first one that he mentioned was conversion. So, you know, I believe the questionnaire asks, you know, is conversion opposed, prohibited, or punishable? Yeah. Right? And there's many countries where this is uh, an issue. A good example would be uh, in Yemen, because Yemenis are, all Yemenis are considered Muslim, and so converts are at risk of uh, 
even uh, violence or even honor killing if their faith is discovered. Another way that pressure on the private life is, uh, is shown is by possession of religious materials. So, do you own a Bible? I do. Do you own more than one? Uh, yes, I do. Do you know how many Bibles you own? No. Okay. Too many. Andrew owns too many Bibles. So if you would like a free Bible, <laughs> contact Andrew. No, I kid. But, uh, you know, there, there are places where possession of religious materials, including religious books, are not allowed. Probably the most obvious example of that for me is North Korea. We've talked about North Korea extensively. Owning any kind of religious literature is, is considered a political crime against the nation. North Korean police and intelligence have been known to search homes looking for things that would be considered propaganda against the state. And this includes Christian materials, Bibles, and things of that sort. Before we dive into the next one, Jared here, uh, let, me, let me ask you a question. If we were to uh, rank the countries on the World Watch list uh, by pr- uh, score for pressure on private life. Only private life, okay. Only private life. You've got the top 10 countries, okay? Right, we have those top 10 countries. And then you were to compare them to their overall score, which country would have that would be farthest down the list? You're asking the current World Watch list, top 50 countries, yes. which country would jump the highest yes. if we were ranking exclusively sure. by private What he life? said. I can't even ask a question. He, he... <laughs> uh, Comoros. No. Okay. I had no idea, but I said it confidently so that if I was right, it would be really impressive. Uh, I, I can tell I you where... I don't have the I first can, clue. I can tell you, Comoros. Uh, Comoros, let's see. I'll tell you my thought process, actually. I have no idea what it is, but private life is interesting because... Uh, you know, all of these spheres of persecution are intertwined so much. Like, if if there's pressure on private life, there's probably pressure from other spheres mm-hmm. as well. So if we're just talking about private life by itself, it seems to me that it would be rare for a country that doesn't have other types of persecution to make the jump. So Comoros so. is is a ways down. Okay. Like I, like, I had nothing to say Comoros based on It's like guessed. 35th or okay. something. Well, there you go. So in the top 10, the country that makes the largest jump is Brunei. Do you know what Brunei is rated on the World Watch list? Is it in the 30s? It's in the 40s. Oh, okay. 46. Brunei is the 46th and overall score on the World Watch list, but when it comes to private life, it's uh, it's number nine. Private life, uh, freedom of expression, whether online or through images of symbol, it also includes access to information, or even private sh- privately sharing your faith with someone. Uh, and so in some countries, writing uh, about your faith on social media is, can be perceived as an attempt at evangelizing nationals, which mm. in many countries is illegal. Uh, in other countries, Christians can't show symbols for their faith. So Brunei, that's yep. why I brought up Brunei, uh, is one of those countries. Any private statement about Christianity can be construed as proselytizing for the Christian faith. So even wearing a cross is done very cautiously by a Christian in Brunei because they don't because they could be, uh, you know, assumed to be proselytizing, evangelizing by simply wearing a Christian symbol. So things like recording and spreading a Christian podcast would not be permissible. Right. So we'd probably have trouble in Brunei. Yeah. 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 So, you know, we've listed all these different ways that private pressure comes in. But uh, the last one would be isolation. So the purposeful uh, isolation of Christians from their family members, that would kind of come in under the category of pressure in the private life. An example of this would be house arrest. So if you take a country like Saudi Arabia um, and, and you have converted to Christianity, 
the ostracization of a convert and isolating them from their own family would be a form of punishment right for choosing to follow Jesus right and so and and when we say family we mean both biological and spiritual yes like yeah. right so so that the isolation from any other Christians but you might also be isolated from your own family not really put out there because they don't want anyone to know yeah. what you become well I hope that this discussion uh, and our rambling in some parts uh, has helped you to understand a little more about uh, how Christians face persecution in the private life it's not a sphere that we we generally have specific stories about those are often easier to find in family or community hmm. or even national life uh, but it is a, a very important sphere and a very important um, thing to, that, that the world watch us measures because you know our brothers and sisters should have the freedom uh, to personally follow Christ yeah uh, and so as always, we did want to take some time and pray. So here's three things uh, that I think we could pray for. One, uh, we can pray for Christians who don't have easy access to the Bible. Would they, could they get? We pray that they get access to it, that uh, they won't be found out that they have one. Uh, let, let's pray for that. Yep, and pray for Christians who don't have the opportunity to openly talk about what they believe. Yeah, and then we'll pray for Christians who are experiencing house arrest for their faith in Jesus. You know, we are actually coming up in June on our month One with Them, which focuses on Christians who are held captive and house arrest uh, is part of that. And so kind of a segue to what you'll be hearing about more in the weeks to come. But uh, let's pray for Christians being held under house arrest. Let's pray. God, we think of all of our brothers and sisters around the world who are dealing with things that are deeply and intensely personal, things that we can't even really understand how it must be feeling. Lord, for those who do not have the opportunity to talk about what they believe, for those who don't have access to a Bible because it's not allowed or uh, they're not distributed in their home country, for those who are under house arrest because they've chosen to follow you and are being kept away from their family and their community, Lord, we pray just overall for strength for these brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. We thank you that they make the decision to follow you despite the dangers. We thank you that every day they actively choose to live as you would have them live because they believe it's worth it. We do pray against the things that would be persecuting them. We pray that Bibles would be available. Mm -hmm. We pray that uh, even laws would change to allow for uh, even just the expression of one's faith and the wearing of Christian symbols depending on the country. Um, Little things that are just so important to someone to identify themselves with a faith. Lord, we pray that um, for those who are maybe being held under house arrest or in isolation, that they would be strengthened and given peace, and that through your Holy Spirit, they would feel a sense of presence and comfort, even companionship. Lord, I think of uh, the very story of Open Doors that goes back to Brother Andrew smuggling Bibles into places where it wasn't allowed, and... Uh, more than 65 years later, Lord, we still see people who don't have access to the Bible. And we thank you for even advancements like the internet that allow for um, easier access to Bibles, even, even in places where that's difficult. So thank you for that, Lord. And we pray that further avenues would be opened and that doors would be opened to closed areas where your children are still struggling. But strengthen them, give them peace, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. Have a good week. See you next time.
Thanks for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And for more information and more prayer points for persecuted Christians around the world, you can follow us on social media at Open Doors Canada or visit our website, opendoorscanada.org forward slash pray. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.